Welcome to the Holistic Podcast, where we talk faith, lifestyle, and self-growth. I'm your host, Yanni Velasquez, and I am so glad you're here. Hey, guys. I know it's been a while. You guys know the updates was that I was uh, moving into our new home, so a lot of unpacking and organizing. But with that being said, today I'm just so excited excited and honored to just have a special guest, Vilma Paria. Hi, Vilma. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited because... If you know like my story and just the person I am today, like I honestly, the Lord used Vilma since the beginning that I met her and I'm just so excited to have her on the show and just, just for her to give her testimony, give a little bit what God is doing in her current season and how much she's grown and just trusting in everything God has done. But without further ado, Vilma, I'm going to allow you to take it away to introduce yourself, to give us a little bit of background about who you are for those who do not know, you know, about you. Yeah. Um, so hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, for me, it's a great pleasure, a great honor to be able to be here with you today. Mm-hmm. Um, you're very dear to my heart. So yeah, to see same. just what the Lord is doing in yeah. your life and, and even through this, uh, you know, uplifting other women, it's amazing. So yeah. thank you for having me. Um, I, my name, uh, as Yanni stated, is Vilma Parria. I am uh, currently 29, almost 30 years old. Wow, this the big year, three oh. Right, leaving my <laughs> 20s, crazy, but a lot yeah. has happened in yeah. my 20s that I am eternally grateful to the Lord, the yeah. ups and the downs of life. Um, I want to change it. Um, I am a wife mm-hmm. to an amazing man yeah. who loves the Lord. Um, his name is Jonathan Barria. Yes. Um, my best friend, my husband now for almost this year, eight years. Um, and that in itself has been uh, just the grace of the Lord in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. JP is definitely one of, that's what we call him. JP is one of the greatest blessings that I have in my life. Um, I am a dog mom of two <laughs> yes. crazy doggies, girls. Um, they, uh, you know, also bring a lot of joy yeah. to my life. So, yeah. and I, you know, just work in the school system. Yeah. I have been working in the school system for some time now. Uh, on the side, I also do photography. Yes. Still a skill I'm developing. I'm not 100%. She's great. You better book her. <laughs> Still learning, but grateful yeah. to the Lord for that open door as well. Yeah. Um, and just all in all, um, someone who just simply does life, you know, loves empowering women and yes. um, loving on people and seeing people through, yeah. you know, through life. I feel like um, that is one of the things I enjoy a lot. Community is an yeah. important thing in my life. Um, GP and I currently are part of a community of people that are just amazing. Yeah. So shout out to Solid Rock mm-hmm. family. Um, that is where we currently attend and, and it has been a blessing to say yeah. the least. So um For sure. that that is pretty much just a little bit about me. Yeah, and we'll we'll dive into as we go in the episode, dive in a little bit about, you know, the current season right. you're in because I really Man, your story is just, we need to talk about it. Like, it's going to inspire so many people. Um, But before we get into that, I always do the Daily Dose segment. And really, the Daily Dose is just um, an opportunity for you to share, you know, something that has been giving you or fulfilling you with joy in this season of your life. It can be anything from a Bible verse, a product, a person, a highlight, whatever you you feel like 
you yeah. know, jumped in like as soon as I said that. So yeah. um, do you want to do yours first and then I'll get mine? <laughs> yes. I would for sure say that relationships mm, and one. community is one of the main things that I feel like has been fulfilling my life and giving yeah. me joys that I could say I didn't have, you know, a couple of years back. Like it is just the way that the Lord has um, brought people around JP and I, yeah. you know, in these last couple of years, I feel like since 2019, it has been a blessing to yeah. say the least. I mean, we, we've always loved community and always loved doing life with people yeah. that, you know, a lot of times in the relationships that you have, you could be somebody who you give a lot of yourself mm -hmm. and very rarely in some seasons of your life, do you receive or mm -hmm. kind of do life with people that yeah. understand your struggle or mm -hmm. are in the same season as yeah. you, but by his grace, we've been surrounded with countless couples and people who are either, you know, married or, you know, parents or just like different things that, um, that kind of intertwine with our lives yeah. and, and where we are. But just in general, even, even people, you know, like just in general, I could think community as a whole, my family, yeah. you know, um, that's a good one. My church family and, friends and even my my work family like yeah. literally just I can't I can't even put it into words mm -hmm. the level of community that I have and how sometimes I just like sit there in complete awe of yeah. um of the blessing that it is to have so many people around me that I know that genuinely love me and that genuinely stand for me and that um are willing to ride not only in the fun times of life but yeah. also the challenging aspects good. of life too that is golden that's so good um for mine for my daily dose it's it's even crazy i'm saying this because well, first I'll give it. So mine is becoming a mentor um, in our flourishing journey at our church and just being a mentor to other women, mm -hmm. right? Because Vilma, you know that you've I've always seen you as my mentor. And just the fact that now the Lord has called me into that season, it was it's scary, but it's also so fulfilling right. knowing that the Lord can use me even in my brokenness, yeah. even in my imperfections, right? And even the fact that, you know, I'm still a work in progress and that I can be vulnerable with these women yeah. to also share my story and to let them know, like, you know, they're not alone. Right. So that just, God is just so intentional. God is so funny too. Right. Like just, Absolutely. <laughs> and the fact that he placed you as my first guest, like after my break and rest and all that, like, I'm like, wow, like it, he's just so intentional, yeah. right? Like he had you placed in my heart for a reason. Yeah. And so with that being said, we're going to go straight into the episode. Um, the first question I wanted to ask you, I just like asking this to see what's the first thing, but what is one word to describe your current season? I would say trust. Okay. I think that's, that's like trust and hope. Yeah. Like, I think that that is, but I would say trust. Trust yeah. is the word that yeah. currently describes where I am yeah. in life at this moment. Yeah. You know, it's crazy because I was going to say the same thing. Mm -hmm. And the reason because we were literally just talking about this yeah. when I was giving you a tour of the new house. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I just, I'm just trusting in God yeah. and like, even like in the unknown and mm -hmm. what's happening. So I, I'm with you. I think yeah. that would definitely describe the same season. So, um, look at the spirit. Right. Literally. <laughs> okay. So I really want to talk about, I know this is a very touchy subject. I know it's, um, just a subject that not a lot of people, I guess, 
or educated about or kind of maybe they're in the same season, right? But just talking about your IVF journey. Um, I remember when you first presented it to me that, you know, you were thinking of doing, you and JP were thinking of doing it. And we were at the apartment. I remember Mm -hmm. praying, you Mm -hmm. know, praising the Lord. Um, I I just want you to talk about your journey really, because I know so many people have been asked me, you know, you know, how is it? How is it like? What is it? You know, how does it work? Like, you know, just from your experience, I mean, I I don't know where you want to start because I know it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know we probably won't even touch so much on it, right, on this episode. But just kind of giving a little bit about, like, the background of, like, that season and, and, you know, the waiting season as well. Man, no, man. (laughs) Um, Like, where do we start? (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, like, literally... Yes, there's so much that goes into IVF. Yeah. Um, so much that goes into infertility, period. Yeah. I think that, honestly, for one, yes, th- this is not a common topic people talk about because there's so much that goes into it. There's so many layers to it. It's not just the emotional because that's a layer of it there's the physical that is extremely hard the financial which is also challenging um the spiritual aspect of it like there's layers to it all um i first would like to start off by stating of something that has been more evident to me in my current season than any other like i've always had a fascination for the idea of birth yeah. And I feel like I've told you that before. Yeah. I think that the fact that God would bring us to life in the way that he does, like it is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know, I don't I don't know like how people's minds function, but mine is very specific at times and it's just really interesting the mm-hmm. way my thought pattern, but I think about how from this like small seed that cannot even be seen like you know you can't see it with like your your own eyes right. like you have to microscopically see this yeah. right from that seed a whole human being comes to be yeah you know what i mean yeah. and then the human being grows from a child into an adult and mm-hmm. later you know into like an older person and so whatever the, the cycle continues but just that in itself has always been uh, fascinating. Yeah. And then when I think about the fact that like we are truly all walking miracles, yes. it is Amen. it is true indeed. And people, I feel like sometimes don't don't take that into account. Like they don't process their lives as, as oh I was a miracle because there's so many things that yeah. come with that, right? Like yeah. there's you know things that words negative words that are said to you and. And and so you just think you're a mistake. You think you're this, mm. you're that, but that is that is not no. correct. That is untrue. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that um, to start off, I'll give I guess a bit of background. Yeah, like I'm not going to be able to get into all of it, yeah. but I can give some some concept, some a little bit of it. So JP and I, as I stated, have been married for eight years of of you know our journey together. Out of those eight years, I would say um, the last. Um, three to four years of our lives we've been have been intentionally trying to get pregnant yeah um you know like when you're first when you're married and when you're trying to achieve pregnancy like at the beginning you know you're you're just kind of riding it out I mean you're not really 
thinking of, oh, I'm going to struggle with fertility. Those are not necessarily things that come up in your mind. That just kind of comes with time, right? Mm -hmm. As you begin to try the first year or nothing happens or the second year or nothing happens. And so even when with doctors, right, like you go from, we're going to try this and we're going to try that and we're going to try this. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you you realize or the doctor even realizes, okay, none of these things work. So here I'm handing you off to fertility because now like this is more of an infertility problem. And Mm -hmm. there's so many reasons as to why people cannot achieve pregnancy. There's not one specific pinpoint. My struggles may not be somebody else's struggles that is listening. Like there's different layers to even in that as to why somebody struggles Mm -hmm. the way that they do. There's people that have even unexplained infertility. There's no reason. It just, yeah. it's just it, right? Yeah. And so there's, there's just so many things. And so for JP and I, like we, you know, like it, it has obviously been a struggle. And in that, like, you know, there's there's been some answers that have been provided, others that have not. But um, overall, like, I think when the very first thought that came to my mind when we even considered IVF mm. was that's playing God is mm. what I thought. Right. And so I kind of both of us were kind of on the fence about do we really want to go down this path and mm-hmm. want to continue to uh, try to achieve pregnancy naturally or do we yeah. really do want to tap into this? Because we felt like I personally was like, I don't want to play God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to. I'm just very specific, like about my life. I never want to be the person in charge of the wheel. Right. Mm. As cliche as that is, yeah. I really don't like I would much rather the Lord do the things that he needs to do yeah. in my life because I know that in that space, even if things are not going according to my standards or even according to my sight, they're not going according to what I think should be done. I know that if he's planning it, it's going to yeah. come out exactly as it Amen. needs to be. And so yeah. that's kind of where I feel like I've always wanted to be. And so the idea of going into IVF was just like, maybe I'm tapping too much into putting my hands to something that I shouldn't be putting my hands into. However, that was a question that I did bring up um, to my pastor because, you know, I believe that also there's wisdom in in the people that, you know, are in leadership, people that, um, that you follow and respect and love. And so I brought this, this, this thing, you know, of my feelings and kind of said, you know, like I'm struggling with this, like, what are your thoughts? What, what, what is it, you know, what is biblical in terms of this? And I really love the response, right? Like he shared and said, well, going through, to go through the IVF process, it still requires the same, same level of faith because nothing guarantees it's going to work. Yeah. And when he said that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I guess I never did really think of it like that because Sometimes you can put all your your chips in one bag and you right. think, oh, because I'm doing this, it's going to work. Right. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. Like you can go through the entire process and nothing happened, mm-hmm. right? As I've seen some people that I know have that has mm-hmm. happened, right? Like, so, um, and it's also one of those like topics that like the Bible doesn't lay out whether you should do it no, or not, right? It's just not like birth clear. control, right? Correct. And so, like, I I also I wanted to elaborate on that because I was actually going to ask you that. I was like, mm-hmm. I remember what pastor, you know, your right. pastor has said about you know, this certain, um, right. idea. And it always stuck with me because it's true. Like at the end of the day, like you can choose to do it, but you still have the faith that, you know, if it's God's will, right. it's going to happen. Right. And if it doesn't even still trusting, right. Yeah. That it's God's plan, you right. know, it's, it's going to work the way he wants right. it. So, yeah. you know, no, it's, I mean, it totally comes down to the sovereignty of the Lord. Yeah. God is sovereign. And yeah. 
ultimately he knows, right? Like the Bible specific, he, he, your, the hairs on your head are counted. He Mm -hmm. knows every aspect of your life. He knows the days before they come to feed. And so I think that when that was presented to me, I, it was like a, uh, a wow moment of mm-hmm. you're right you know like nothing guaranteed so therefore I can't be playing God because ultimately I could be doing all these things and nothing guarantees going to work except the grace and and the, the sovereignty of the Lord mm-hmm. so I think you know so that kind of gave me the peace and gave us sort of the green light to step into the journey um the journey like I'm, again I'm not gonna say too much about it because it's it's a lot yeah. but IVF is not for the faint hearted. Yeah. Start what does that. it stand for? Do you- so it it stands for in vitro fertilization. Okay. Um, and it essentially it's to explain the process a little bit, it's where they take, you know, eggs from you. So they yeah. have to they from the woman, so they have to put um you have to intake hormones and mm-hmm. the way that that is done is through shots. And so yeah. that's, you know, I was getting ready to say that it's definitely not for the faint hearted yeah. because your body does undergo a lot, the woman's body to be exact. Yeah. Um, so through means of shots and hormones that are put in your body, they prepare mm-hmm. your body to produce what a normal, a normal, a woman and the normal and a normal cycle will just produce, let's say one or two mature eggs at this time, they're trying to grow as many eggs as they can. Yeah to essentially go and retrieve them. They call them follicles. Yeah. And so um, they go in and retrieve these through um, like a little um, in and out type of surgical situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, after they retrieve them, they tell you how many of them are, you know, are mature, how many of the ones they were able to retrieve. Like basically at that point, you don't even know how many they're going to retrieve because it's not until they go in to do the procedure that they mm-hmm. realize how many actually are there and how many of those are good to use. Mm-hmm. And after that is done, um, they take the sperm and the sperm then is um, used to basically fertilize all the mm-hmm. eggs. And then you have to wait. There's a waiting period of like about five days to see how many of those become embryos, meaning, you know, essentially to me a baby. So, yeah. um, at that point, you get a phone call on day five where they tell you, okay, out of the X amount that we yeah. fertilized, these are the ones that made it to embryo stage. Mm. Um, but see, the interesting thing is that um, even after all that, for us, there was another layer that was added to that, which was genetic testing. Mm. Um, because JP and I are both genetic carriers um, for uh, a gene and so they had to essentially test our embryos. So okay. that is even another layer yeah. uh, of waiting. Um, mm-hmm. And that also slims your chances on some wow. level a bit further. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, like th- there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. And after that, once you, let's say you've already done. Um, and again, I'm being vague about the whole thing. There's more to it that I'll be gladly, you know, you know, I'll gladly share with whoever yeah. wants to know that is listening more depths with. Um, after all that is done, then the transfer stage happens, which is where, um, again, you undertake more hormones. Yeah. This time, yeah, it is also shots. One of the, and may I say that in both processes, the shots are done in different places. However, 
they hurt nonetheless. Mm-hmm. One burns, the other one hurts like a lot. Yeah. Um, so JP had to learn how to do it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so for the second, for the wow. transfer period, he definitely had to become my nurse. So this oh is very God. much, even though the woman's body's the one undergoing these things, yeah. please know that the man is just as involved and they also go through the struggle, you yeah. know, of, of, of it all with you, right? Yeah. Like they, yeah, he, my husband had to pretty much become my nurse. And for him, it was difficult to see me in pain and have to be the one on some level, sometimes inflicting pain because the shots had to be done. So it's, it's definitely a, yeah. a really, um, it's, it's not an easy process to say the least. And so, um, once these shots are done for X amount of time, you kind of have to tough it out and, you know, remember, keep your eyes on the prize. You mm-hmm. have to remember why you're doing this. Um, you know, we went through all of that and we did our first transfer. Um, and unfortunately, you know, like, well, you wait about 10 days after that to fake, to know whether it worked or not, whether you're pregnant or not. And unfortunately for us, it was a no. So once you get to that place, I mean, I'm not like, there were so many emotions right. going through our minds and our hearts. Um, definitely a whole lot of crying, a whole lot of processing, a lot of, um questions because there's definitely uh you know like i think i can say that for us like it's never been anger towards the lord or nothing like that i however i know that there are people that do struggle with going through this process and the emotions you know there's times where anger is a part of that and i feel like god isn't afraid or shocked at any of our emotions Mm -hmm. so to me it's like (laughs) yeah you bring what you have get me like i think the lord will deal with your emotions because this is he understands that this is not an easy thing you know it's not a walk in the park and 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 it takes a toll on you on so many levels um i think that for us anger was not a part of it but frustration of the wondering of why was definitely much a process, mm-hmm. I mean, a part of the process. Like it, the frustration of trying to understand what is the point, like why is this happening? Or, you know, like what is it that we're supposed to learn out of this? Because, you know, there, there's, there's reasons why you walk through the valleys you walk through. So for me and for us, it was kind of processing what, what is the purpose, you know, and then trying to figure out what goes after this, because, um, you know, after the no, we definitely sat in the space of, well, we're just going to give it time. I think we were also going through a lot of stress at the time that was just definitely not helpful. I think that uh, for us, the decision was like, we're going to put this on pause and kind of reroute and, you know, like let my body sort of uh, find some rest after what it'd been through and, and just kind of staying put, you yeah. know, and that's kind of where we're currently at in this moment as well, because the other part of it is that people oftentimes like, you know, sort of don't even think about as much as the financial part. Yeah. It is a lot of money. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that was also one of those, the things that you definitely have to trust and you definitely, there can be some frustration around that because, mm-hmm. um, again, nothing is guaranteed to work. However, you are putting money into this. Right. Yeah. And so I think, for us, it was definitely coming to the space of, okay, now we're, um, we are basically moving into potentially at some point trying again, but that entails 
essentially more financial burden, right? On some level that comes with that. And so um, all of that kind of plays a, a kind of a role into why like the waiting period is, is kind of happening. Um, but it's definitely processing that the Lord has a plan in it all and that you kind of have to come to this space of essentially trusting that, um, as I stated, the word trust, right? Like trusting that at some point your waiting period will be over, whether that is through because you achieve pregnancy naturally or because, you know, now you're stepping into another cycle or whatever it is, right? Um, but even all in all, I think the biggest thing that I've had to process through this thing is that, which is, you know, what I wanted to encourage people with yeah. is that even if God does not provide the child, he is still good. Amen. And that I think is one of the hardest realizations that people yeah. have to process again, because nothing guarantees that by natural means or whatever, that you will be a parent. Yeah. And, um, but in, then the question is, is God still good, even if you don't get what you want, mm. right? So I think processing that through this entire journey has been one of the things that um, has kept me in the space of, of, yes, like God is good. Despite of my emotions, despite mm. of not seeing what I want to see, despite of the the physical tolls or the this or the that like or the no's right or the not yet yeah he is still good amen so um yeah he um, has a plan you right. know and it's and it's so crazy because i love what you even mentioned right because we even go to right king david right. like he was so angry he would come mm -hmm. to god how you know he was and like god is our father like he's our comforter right. so no matter what season you're in, maybe you're in the waiting season, you're asking God for something, you're praying to God for something. And even in that waiting season, you know, you have to reflect on how God has been faithful in your Absolutely. life. No matter, you know, what's going on in your life, just mm -hmm. I think that's the best way to combat, right? Like yes. those those worries or those anxieties or that like, oh, is this even going to happen? Like the best way to combat that is to reflect and express gratitude right. of everything that God has done in your life and yeah. will do in your life, yeah. especially if you continue to obey him, right? Yeah. To fear him mm -hmm. and continue to, you know, just be filled with his presence, right. you know, take those moments. Mm -hmm. And I love that, you know, in this journey, right, of IVF and, and even and still waiting, right? Like, you're still trusting. You're still trusting in the Lord, and the Lord has bigger plans. I was, I was reading Ephesians, right, and I think it's Ephesians one four. I'll put it in the notes. But it talked about how God was so like He loves us so much. He's in love with us so much that He created us before He even created the foundation mm -hmm. of the universe. Right. Like when I read that, I was like, wow. Like you, you thought of us. Right. Before, even before the womb, right? Even yeah. before the womb, it yeah. says that. But even before the foundation of the universe, right. he had you in mind. Yeah. And he knew what, you know, you were going to become, what was, what was going to become of you, of your plans and your life. And I'm like, if we don't take time to just reflect on God, like how much he loves you and how much he, how much good he wants for right. you. And 
obviously we're going to go through those trials and right. through those challenges. Right. Yeah. And through those, those seasons where we, the unknowns. Right. And yeah. like, I think that's, that's the, those are the times where God's glory is shown the most. Right. Because if you, if you don't go through those seasons, how can you, how can you see his glory prevail? You know, you can't. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you're, even in this journey, you're still allowing to, you know, have that faith in in God and, and know that he has a plan for you despite the results, right? We don't know what's going to come. We don't know. And, you know, I just love that you, you know, you have that encouragement. And with that being said, I wanted to you to give like practical ways, you know, that people can trust God in the waiting season. Right. Um, I think that, um, one of the bigger things is gratitude. Yeah. I feel like when you stand grateful mm-hmm. for the, it's easy for people to see what they don't have. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> you forget what you do have yeah. that perhaps others Oof. don't have. That's right. Good. Um, and so I think for me, one of the practical ways that I, kind of center my mind when mm-hmm. I want to nag or I want to, you know, go on mm-hmm. this rant about what I don't got, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> whatever that is. Cause it yeah. could be something minimal. It could be some real, Girl, real I know. but when you take it a step further into the deeper things, like yeah. desiring a child, like I think for me, because let us be clear, those things are good. Those, yeah. some of these things are good. Like wanting to be a parent, that's a good thing. Yeah. However, um, it can't be the center of everything, right? Mm, and, yep. and for you, like, it can't be what you essentially, what pulls you from yeah. um, walking this life yeah. um, with the Lord, right? Or, or even just standing grateful. And so I think that gratitude is a big thing for me, just being thankful about the things that are going right in my life, even the things that are challenging because the challenge teaches mm-hmm. me something, right? And um, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit, you know, towards the end about yeah. the aspect of suffering, because yeah. I think people have sometimes as believers, we have a, the wrong mindset yeah. about what suffering is. Right. Um, because it's like, why do I have it. to suffer if I'm, right. I'm following you, Christ? Yeah, okay? that's always the, the million dollar <laughs> question, right? And so I think, and I struggled yeah. with that question or misunderstood it for many years of my life in Christ, because I've been walking with the Lord since I was 17 years old. And that was something that I didn't quite understand until a couple years back. Yeah. And the community that I'm currently in, I feel like has been a huge tool for me to understand suffering yeah. in a different light, which I'm grateful for. But um, gratitude, uh, community, mm-hmm. as I stated, I think community is helpful to, to you know, we are called to, as brothers and sisters in Christ, yeah. we're called to carry each other's burdens. And boy, have I seen people carry my burdens yeah. um, as I've, you know, gone gone through these seasons of my life that are not easy. Yeah. Um, so I think community is definitely another practical way to be able to walk your life in trust because you realize, well, I'm not doing this journey mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. And I'm not, good. you know, my struggles, I'm not the only one struggling out here. There's other people that have struggles that may not look like mine, but they're struggling and you yeah. can stand with one another, right? And and hope for something for yeah. each other. Um, and investing in other things. Yeah. I feel like JP and I just have taken this opportunity to enjoy life as it is. I mean, yeah. invest in our in our home and yeah. invest time with people and 
you know, at times travel and just do things that That's honestly, like tr grow yourself, yeah. right? Like don't be so stuck for me. It's like, okay, but well, don't be so stuck on wanting something so bad that you miss out on now. Mm. Right. Like mm -hmm. sometimes like the word says, we're so anxious about tomorrow, but mm -hmm. let us worry about tomorrow, you know, essentially because that will bring its own anxieties mm -hmm. you know like it's you have to focus on today because today has enough trouble as oh it is gosh, right yes. as it's biblical. <laughs> um so worry about tomorrow mm -hmm. tomorrow essentially right mm -hmm. like don't don't be so fixated on on other things which is easier said than done i'm not saying that i don't you know i i am somebody who at times like i feel like there could be some level of anxiety about certain things right um but i definitely God has seen me through, I think, one of a season where it was like my anxiety levels were skyrocket. It was wild. But I think seeing seeing how God pulled me out of that and just kind of yeah. taking the time to think about the now and understanding, like, worry about today, you know, concentrate on today, embrace people today, love them today, tell them how much they mean today. Don't mm -hmm. worry about tomorrow or wait till tomorrow to do certain things that you could have done today. So yeah. it's I think that those three things have been, I think, the most practical in my life in this season of waiting. I love that. And so the next question I was going to ask you was, share any self-care tips that you do to show yourself love? Um, I would say, um, well, definitely, um, you know, like, the, I guess there's some fun things in that. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think it all has to be, like, fully spiritual. Well, definitely, obviously, right. the Lord. I and think. I think that's why I wanted to do it because as much as we are spiritual, right. you know, Jesus also was practical. Yeah. And so I want to show people like, these are all the, like, show yourself love because if you can't right. feel yourself, yeah. can't love yourself, you can't right. offer that to anyone yeah. else, you right. know? I would say, um, so at times I like to shop. So yeah. it's no secret. I love clothing. <laughs> it is, I, you know, it's a thing I love. So I think sometimes shopping um is you know i like to do that it it's helps me just yeah it helps me but obviously wisely because yes. i'm not out here balling and doing all kinds of things left yeah. and right absolutely not i'm very um i try to be very wise with our finances so um that, that helps at times uh eating good food i yeah. feel like for me there's times where i'm like you know what because that's another thing right like sometimes we can be cheap with ourselves but i'm like no like if i'm gonna yeah. i want to eat this i'm gonna eat this right yeah. so like um and spending time with people I love. Yeah. I think that's one of the big ones too. Yeah. Just spending time, having fun with people I love. Um, JP and I are both pe people lovers. Yes. We love people. Yes. Um, that's we for love sure. to be surrounded by people. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I think that's another way. I just, I enjoy that, you know, yeah. whether it's my family or our friends. Like it's just, it's something that brings brings just like a lot of joy to my heart. Yeah. Um, and it's helpful, you know, to again just have fun. Like literally As you should. anybody that knows me knows I'm very childlike. So I take a lot of um mm. my life, I try to even look look at look at it through that lens of yeah. of awe, innocence, of wonder, of fun, you yeah. know, that's that's just what it is. Like yeah. But I love it. And that's what makes you so unique, right? <laughs> and so with that being said, I want you to just offer any encouragement um, to our listeners, anything that the Holy Spirit is nudging you to say. Yeah. So um, this is something I did process a bit. And, um, you know, and I, I wrote some of this stuff down because I wanted to be intentional, yeah. you know, about what I was going to say. Um, so I'll just share it. Uh, as I stated many times, this life is not meant to be easy. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, troubles were never meant to be out of our lives. As believers, um, we like to partake in the glory of God, but not in the suffering of Christ. Mm-hmm. As Christ suffered, we too are invited in his suffering. When your perspective changes, you begin to understand that your present suffering isn't an absence in your life or is not his absence in your life, is because he's always present. When you read the word, you see how many of the great apostles in the faith suffered on account of Jesus. Paul says, as for you, always be so reminded, endure suffering. Do not do, sorry, do the work of of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. That is in 2 Timothy 4, 5 through 7. But why does he say that he's kept the faith? Mm -hmm. Because in his life, there was trials and hardship that could have had him lose his faith. Which means there was trial and tribulation. And if you read about Paul's life, oh, there was enough things (laughs) to be mad about or to be upset about or to say, I don't have this or I don't have that. However, he fought the good fight of faith, right? Many times he could have died. Like, I'm like, whoa. Right. And so it's just, just the, so the understanding that you have to keep the faith and have to fight the fight of faith because life is not meant to be out of suffering. Mm -hmm. And like I said, as believers, there is a misunderstanding at times that I had too, where you think that because you come to Christ, things all of a sudden disappear. They don't disappear. Things are going to continue to happen. If anything, you have to remember you become a target of the enemy. Mm -hmm. So therefore you do have to fight for your faith, right? You have to keep your faith until the race is finished. And so he calls you home. And so therefore trials will come, but God and Jesus is present in those trials. Like he will walk life with you. Even Mm -hmm. when it seems that you're alone, you're not alone. Um, And perspective of suffering is important. People of faith sometimes can sell this suffer free life in Jesus, which is not biblical. Mm -hmm. Suffering will happen with or without the Lord. But the beauty of having Jesus is at the end of it all, knowing that your suffering is only on this side of eternity. As you suffer, you're also invited in his glory, sometimes in this life and sometimes in the next. Life without Christ has no meaning. The word states um, in Hebrews 2, 9 through 11, but we see him who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with the glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting that he, for whom and by whom all things exist, in bringing many sons to glory shall make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. For he who sanctifies and thus who are sanctified all have one source. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers. So I end with stating that 
this journey, because I'm specifically talking about the aspect of suffering through infertility, as tons of other people unfortunately suffer through, or just any other suff- present suffering in whoever's lives that is listening. Just a reminder that the Lord is present in suffering. And just because you are suffering does not mean that God has forgotten you or that God is not near you or that God does not care about you. Mm. Those things couldn't be far from the truth. Mm. Like the Lord is present. He is intentional. Mm. He stands with you. Um, You know, in the suffering, you learn to see things in ways that um, perhaps you, you couldn't if everything was going peachy, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you just wouldn't be able to see it. And when you see the valleys you face and when you come out on the other side, that creates even more gratitude because you realize mm-hmm. as flawed as I am, as sinful as I am, as unfaithful as I am to the Lord, because we're definitely by nature sinful people. No, he sure continues to pull me through life and put me on the other side of my suffering continues to help me through things, even though I don't deserve him because the greatest suffering that could ever have happened in anybody's life was on Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus Mm -hmm. suffered in ways no other human being has Mm -hmm. ever suffered. And it was not easy. And he did it for you and me. Therefore, I should be invited or yeah. should be okay with yeah. suffering yeah. through my life because Jesus has already done that, Amen. you know, for me. So I'm, I don't only want to partake in his glory. I also want to count the cost, right? right. And, and, and essentially fight the good fight of faith. Right. So I would say that that would be my encouragement. Just continue to press on, continue to fight, continue to hold a a heart of gratitude. You may not see it yet. You may not see it. Right. Because, again, nothing guarantees that you will. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to become. That is one of the greatest desires of my life. It is one of the great desires of the life of those that surround me to see me become a mother. However, Nothing guarantees that I will be. And is God still good even then? Absolutely. Amen. Beautifully said. Wow. And if if there's someone out there who just wants to um, speak a little bit more about, you know, your journey, Vilma, or just even have questions or anything, can you provide them like the best contact, you know, Instagram, you know, I don't know, Facebook. I don't even know. Do we still use Facebook? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which is the best contact. Absolutely. Please. Like if there, I know that. The IVF journey brings a lot of questions, infertility in general. So if there's anybody out there listening that is either wondering some things, like I'm an open book when it comes to those things because of time, I couldn't step into every detail and aspect of what entails because there's so much to it. It's not just, I vaguely share. And that's what the the purpose of also this was, I want a community of people to reach out, you know, and know that if they're going through it or if they're thinking about it, like there's other people who've been through it and your, you know, your story can help them. Right. No, I, and I appreciate that. So yes, um, with any questions or any wonderings, no question is dumb. No question is, uh, bothersome i know that there are people that sometimes they think oh like is this a touchy feeling um, topic i don't want to um, you know ask but no by no means i'm an open book when it comes yeah. to this because if 
is going to help somebody, I'm totally willing. Yes. Like, I don't have a problem with, and it, again, it, it kind of puts the spectrum of like, you give God glory to yeah. these things. So by all means. So on Instagram, I would say is one of the good ways um, to reach me. My name on Instagram is Vilma, which is V-I-L-M-A underscore Parilla, which is P-A-R-R-I-L-L-A. Mm-hmm. So that is my name on Instagram. And I think that is one of the best ways to, to reach I out. And, yeah. And yeah. then I'll also put in the show notes as well. I'll also put your photography page yeah. in case, you know, Great. there's anyone out there that yeah. wants to book you because you are so creative and talented and the Thank Lord you. has blessed you in that field. Um, but with that being said, the journal prompt for this week is to reflect on all the ways God has shown his faithfulness as you wait for his promises to be fulfilled. Write down as many as you can think of and thank him. Um, and then, yeah, I, I love doing journal prompts. So with that being said, I thank you so much Vilma, for your time and for just sharing, you know, everything that the Lord has done and um, just the current season you're in, right? I know it encouraged me and I know that's going to encourage, you know, someone out there listening. Um, but with that being said, guys, thank you so much. I'm praying for you guys. Stay blessed. Love y'all.